our InventRight.com YouTube show. We have InventRight coach and negotiation coach Paul Sorensen on the line. And then we also have David Cabastani, who is a former InventRight student of ours, and he just licensed the product. It's a, it's a home food storage organization product. We cannot talk about the product itself because he literally, David, you just licensed this thing, right? Yeah, last week or a couple of weeks ago, we just yeah, signed the okay. agreement. So we can't talk about the product yet. I always want to say that up front because I don't want you to feel teased the whole video. is When is he going to show it? When is he going to show it? He's going to come back and do another video. And what? And let's talk about this really quick, David. You showed me, which we can't show right now, but you showed me a version of the product that you showed to the company, and then the product you licensed is completely different. We can't talk about the specifics because they haven't launched the product yet, but can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I came up with an idea for, for this uh, storage system, and uh, I pitched it to, to several companies. A couple of them, they had interest in it, but then there was one that they really said, like, hey, we want to move forward with this. Uh, so we agreed on some terms, and uh, I started sharing, uh, well, like they already had my cell sheet, and, and we had like some next steps to, to, to discuss about. And I just kept uh, thinking of how to improve this product and uh, because I was like so excited and eager to move forward. And I said like, hey, what can I do to, to make things happening happen? Because it kind of felt like nothing was moving after that first call when we agreed to, to, to enter in, into a deal. So, so I came up with a somewhat related product because in the end they both do the same thing. It's just a different um, approach. And um, I, I sent that to him like probably two weeks later, and he said like, hey, you know what? This is so much better than the first one, so so let's just move on with this one, and uh, let's just start with uh, cat files and. Wait, 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 wait. The, the the second version is very different than the first one, and I think really cool and maybe more cost effective and. I think it was maybe a little bit safer. and So you didn't even ask them. You said, like, I think this new version is better than the one that you already showed interest in? Or or did they say, oh, we, there's some issues here. We're really concerned about this. And you came up with a solution, which is that's normally how it goes, but that's not. No, no, no. I I, I just kept brainstorming this, this second iteration, and um, I discussed it with a friend at, at my work, and we kind of uh, – play with some ideas and and, and uh, I just designed this new one like I did like a quick 3d mock-up and I sent it to him and said like hey I think this idea probably will work either better or along with the first one I sent it and he said like this is it and let's just move forward right. with it. but you felt comfortable well, enough with him to do that go ahead Paul it what it did is it made it more universal and so it made it so more households could use the product and companies love that when you can reach a, a broader audience, that makes it a lower risk for them to take the product on. So it doesn't surprise me that they like that second one better. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, guess no, it, it's a substantial difference, David. Don't play that one down. <laughs> you you came up with, and so the point we're trying to make here, and David's not really helping us out with it, but um, that a lot of inventing. I'm just kidding, David. A lot of inventing happens after you talk to companies. And that's okay. It's not like always like, oh, it's going to be exactly like you showed it to us. In his case, it was a substantial change, and they were open to that. They that were very one, open to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I, one place I see inventors make a mistake is they get so set on their preferred embodiment. It has to be exactly like this, and companies are like, we can't work with that then, so we're going to have to pass. But if you're flexible, yeah, just like no. that. It wasn't my case at all. Like, um, I was just telling you, Andrew, like, I'm not an engineer or anything. So I was actually very upfront on that when when, when my licensee he told me, like, hey, I really like this second iteration. And let's just move forward with it and we'll be rich and whatever. I told him that that's all good and dandy, but somebody needs to look at this first, man. I'm, I, I built this myself and I guarantee you there's a ton of issues that we need to fix first. Uh, he said, "Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't worry. That that's uh, accounted for. Like, like, like a real engineer will look into it and and, and fix whatever uh, problems I oversaw because I know nothing about that. You know? No. So that so that was that was a great topic. And the other thing I wanted to bring up that we with Paul and you and I were talking about is um, your your persistence. You mentioned that you do you do advertising for a living, right?" And I so, do, yeah, I do video post-production mostly for advertising and graphic design whatever. stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. but you uh, you don't do sales, you know that's not I what don't. you do for a living. And you you said to me you you still don't like doing it, but you know what's necessary. So do you have a more of a and not that what you're doing is sales. I mean, when you're approaching companies, show them how they're going to make money. Does it feel like sales to you? You can be honest if you feel it. Feels like sales. Um, I guess it feels like sales. It's definitely something I'm not familiar with and I'm not comfortable doing it. That that I can tell you. I don't know if it's sales or not because I never did sales before. But yeah, it just feels it's not natural to me and and I have to to struggle with with my calling and emailing and LinkedIn and all that. But now that you've licensed the product. Do you feel it gives you a little bit more confidence? You know. Yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it. Uh, I mean, and Paul told me that when, when, like, when we first started the, the training, the boot camp, whatever it's called, I told him, like, dude, I'm really not looking forward to making calls because <laughs> I suck at it, and English is not my first language, and it's really bad. And he told me, you'll nail it, and you'll get better with time, and that happened. I'm, I'm not nailing it. But it did happen that couple, not even two weeks into it, I was just calling left and right. I, I wasn't enjoying it, but I knew it had to be done. So it's, I was just calling and calling and calling. Like like my first month, I checked my, my cell phone account and I had like 4,000 minutes of calls. So, so wow. Okay. I called a lot. Yeah. So even though so, you still don't like it, you're not you're never going to be wimpy about it ever again. You're oh, not going to no, like make no, three no. calls and go, ah, oh, I'm done for the day. You're gonna, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. I, uh, yeah, so I have a question. So when you first started calling, you had kind of a, a thought in your mind what the people would be like that you're going to be talking to. How, how did that change to see what people are really like to how you thought they were going to be like? Um, I've had um, out of like the, I don't know, maybe because on my first product I had like probably 200 calls. And then like the ones for the other ones, I don't know, let's say 400 calls out of all those. I had one guy that was rude to me and he was like, it was, it wasn't nice from the get go. Like, oh, you're working to the wrong tree, man. And I advise you, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> I just hung up. 
One out of uh, one out of four hundred. Yeah, wow. everyone else was very nice. Uh, there were definitely people that they had no idea what I was talking about. Right. It's like, what? Do you want to? They had no idea. So, so I told them, no, I, I, I'm a product developer, and I came up with these whatever that does this and that, and I wanted to ask you if I can send you a sell sheet to, so you can see the benefits of my product. And, and they were, oh, yeah, for sure, obviously. Thank you. Thank you very much. And they would get back to you like, like I received your email. Um, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what happens. There was this guy that was extremely helpful. Like I, I submitted one idea. It didn't pan out. And he called me and said, like, hey, you know what? This is not working, but why don't you send me some prototypes and I'll just float them around with my, uh, uh, with the people in my industry to see if somebody else is interested. That was very nice of him. Like he, he had already rejected my, my product, but he offered to pitch it to somebody else. Uh, for the most part, everyone was nice. And, and the people that they already have like a process in place or they're familiar with people calling them, they would say, yeah, sure, go ahead. We won't sign anything, but yeah, you send whatever you want. Okay. And you, you know, the, the last question I have for you is you, you mentioned, you, you, you use these words, I didn't, um, that you're kind of obsessive. Um, you know, Paul has said that to me too. He, he didn't use obsessive. He just, and to me, what that really means is, and I think you guys both have this trait, and it, it's, you have a work ethic. And so when Paul gave you the 10 steps on what to do, did it, did it help you be more focused on what to obsess and to work on? Where maybe you were doing a lot of work before, but you're going in circles, you know? I was chasing my tail all over the place. Uh, yeah, but Paul, when he gave me like a, like a work plan and, and uh, he told me like, hey, first you need to find out whether your idea is even worth pursuing or not and all the steps, all the 10 steps. It really helped me focus on, on like not jumping steps and, and start doing prototypes for things that have no chance whatsoever to be marketed ever. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, it, the, 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 pro, the, the program helped me a lot to focus my um, obsessiveness, I don't know if that's a word, to at least be more productive, you know? Yeah. Uh, Paul, I, I've noticed that that's a, a major trait of our students that license products is their, I'll call it a work ethic. It sounds more positive, right? Um, which I think is what it is, to be it's honest with me, to be honest with you. Uh, how important do you believe a work ethic is as compared to the idea? Uh, your idea certainly has to have merit, but I've seen a pretty good amount of good ideas that, they never make it anywhere because there's not the stick to itness and the follow through and the just tenacity that it takes to do this because it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I. But but what we what we've taught you to do, David, none of it's like rocket science. I mean, it's just. The same uh, I mean, it's it's not rocket science, but it it really uh, helps you pinpoint which parts are important and which aren't. Like, for example, I, I had some really, really dumb ideas that a couple of years ago, maybe, like I had one just the other day and I showed it to my friend here at the office and he said like, 
this is so stupid, man. Like from now on, you're not allowed to submit anything to anybody before I see it first. <laughs> and because I had the program knowledge already with me, like I say, okay, fine. I discarded it and it's like, okay, this is gone. Move on to the next one. Before I would just be like dwelling, I'll go, oh, but nobody likes my idea. I'm so chaluser and I'm not going to be amounting you, to you anything. Got, you've gotten very businesslike about things. You, you're telling yeah. me and Paul and myself and Paul earlier about how things were in the past and how things are doing now. It seems like you're very businesslike and you have a work ethic. And, and I, I would put my money on InventRights doing that as a work ethic. It just has so-so ideas for licensing way before somebody that doesn't have the work ethic and is, wow, that's so cool, because they're just not going to do the work. And you're, you're there, yeah. man. You've, you've arrived, and hopefully Paul helped you get there. It sounds like he definitely has. And got your first deal. Congratulations. And um, the company, they got some pretty good distribution at Walmart and catalogers and other places. We don't know yet exactly where it's going to show up, and we can't show it yet. But please reach back out to Paul and myself so we can interview you so you can show the product. I'd love to see, for people to see the first version and how it changed. That yeah. is going to be an amazing video. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Paul, you have anything you want to say in closing about David or – uh, he was just fun to to work with, and we actually became good friends. Uh, besides did, yeah. the whole inventing thing, we did. Um, it was really cool to see David though take the steps and learn that the steps are there in the order they are on purpose. And at first, it took a little bit to hold him back because I think it's normal to want to jump ahead, but when you realize that they're in that order for a purpose. All of a sudden, it makes the process go by faster, and and you can get to the the money part, the calling companies, a lot faster if you follow the process. And he did that very well. Cool, cool. David, thank you so much for sharing your experience. We got to have you back so we can show everybody your product. No, thank and, you, guys. Yeah, and hey, by then maybe you've licensed another one. You know, hopefully, keeping our are fingers you, are crossed. Are you work? How many are you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on two more. Nice. Uh, yeah. So cool. hopefully, yeah. All right. Good luck. Hopefully, we taught you the skills so you can say, hey, I don't need you guys anymore. I'll let you know when I license them, though. That would be great. All right. I will. I will. All right, everybody, uh, take care. Keep inventing. We'll catch up with you next time. See you. Bye. See ya.